I want to hit a button real quick okay i think that might be we might be hearing really, i like really, really. i like hearing you louder <laughs> can we turn you up and me down no okay welcome to the red dragon sessions my name is Yvette, and with me, as always, is Bob. Hello. How are you doing, Bob? Good. Good. Happy holidays. Happy 2020. Happy 2020. Yes. It is fantastic to be back in the studio. We have been on a big hiatus. Yes. From recording. Yes, we've been in post-production mode. Oh, God. And now we're back in production. Woo! Oh, I like production mode a lot more than I like post. Oh, yeah. I like both. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I like this part. I like mm. sitting around talking to Bob. Likewise. Today, we're going to talk about this wonderful trip when I went to Nashville at the end of last year in October. Okay. Uh, I went to visit uh, some of the girls that are a part of Janie's Fund. Now, for those of you that don't know, Janie's Fund was started by Steven Tyler of Aerosmith. It works in conjunction with a group called Youth Villages to provide services for young women who need help. Maybe they're abused, maybe they're stuck in the foster care loop. They provide counseling services, they provide uh, group home situations where it's needed. And if you've listened to our podcast before, you know that we have talked about Janie's Fund. We talked to the wonderful Richard Shaw from Janie's Fund. He runs the show over there and he's great. And we had a great conversation with him in our pilot season. So when I first became aware of Janie's Fund, it really resonated with me because I am a survivor of childhood abuse. It was hard. It was hard to pick yourself up and stand on your own two feet. And, and it's hard to sometimes look at yourself as more than just a survivor. You know, for a long time, I would tell myself, well, I survived this. And it took a long time for me to be able to get to a place where that's not the only thing I am anymore. I'm at a place now where I see myself thriving. I'm seeing myself do all the things that I said I was going to do as a little kid before I was abused. And I got this thank you phone call because I became what, one of what they call Janie's Angels, and that's a regular monthly donor. So each month, a little donation from me automatically goes to Janie's Fund. I don't have to think about it. It just goes and it happens. And that's what makes it so wonderful. I don't have to remember. Because as Bob will tell you, if I have to remember to do something, I will forget. <laughs> Only sometimes. <laughs> but often enough it is that I know better. Yeah. Yeah. So I got this lovely phone call. And while I was on the phone with Janie's Fund, mm -hmm. And I apologize because I have forgotten the name of the woman from Janie's Fund that called me that day. Mm -hmm. But she was wonderful and she was very sweet. And I apologize to her because I've forgotten her name. While I was on the phone with her, I was in my office and I was sort of looking around. And you know how when you're on the phone, you're just sort of like your eyes kind of wander and you're thinking about things and you're talking. And my eyes fell on this guitar that was in my office. So I should say this isn't an unloved guitar. It's just one that I never played because I just didn't have 
the space in my office to have an amp. And it just wasn't a, a space that was feasible for me to sit and play the way that I would want to. And this poor guitar has just been patiently sitting in my office in the corner for like two and a half years. And it struck me that maybe Janie's fun could use this guitar. Maybe, maybe this guitar wasn't meant to be mine. Maybe I'm just supposed to be a pass-through. And here's an opportunity. Maybe one of these girls that's a part of Janie's Fun and Youth Villages could really use this guitar. And so I posed the idea to her on the phone. I said, hey, um, do you guys need a guitar? I have this guitar in my office not being used. You want it? And she was so sweet. She was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we do. Because it really wasn't, you know, her job was to call and be friendly and say thank you and gracious and answer any questions that anybody had. It wasn't her job to make a call about somebody giving a guitar. She connected me with Richard and with Ray, who work and run Youth Villages and Janie's Fund. Ray and Richard helped me to pinpoint how best to utilize a gift of a guitar mm -hmm. to Youth Villages. Mm -hmm. So we formulated a plan where I would bring the guitar to Nashville. Whenever my next business trip to Nashville was, I would let them know and we would schedule some time and I would bring the guitar. Now, initially I thought, okay, I'm gonna go over, I'll drop the guitar off at the office. Maybe we'll take a picture, that's cool. Then the idea developed a little more and it became that maybe I could drop the guitar at the house where some of the girls are living. That really, really excited me because this is something, you know, I could actually see this gift be utilized in the moment. I'm a giver. I like to see people open presents. I like to see things happen like that. So mm -hmm. to be able to see these girls like get this gift, that just, it thrilled me to no end. My next business trip got scheduled for October. I made all my plans for the week. Everything looked good. And then little things began to happen. Dates began falling off the calendar. Meetings were getting canceled. And I was like, wow. And so all of a sudden I turned around and instead of this series of meetings and squished Janie's fund into it, my whole trip became about dropping off this guitar for Janie's fund. So I, I get the guitar. Now I have to fly with a guitar. Now I have been on the road. I have flown with guitars before, but suddenly, suddenly this inexpensive guitar that I'm giving away is like the Holy Grail. I can let nothing happen to this thing. Now I have flown with guitars. It, it, it always makes me nervous, but it never freaks me out. I was the most nervous I've ever been on a flight in years with this guitar. I was like at the ticket counter going, it's a carry-on, right? It's carry-on. You treat it as carry-on, right? <laughs> and the lady's like, yes, ma'am, it's your carry-on. I was like, oh, I'm just checking. Like every step of the way, like through security. I, it was, you would think I was carrying a baby. The way I was just like, everything good? Nobody touch it? Is it still sitting beside me? Like what's going on? I've never been that nervous about traveling with a guitar. Even the guitar I got from Joe, I was not that nervous coming home. And I strapped that in to the back seat with seat belts everywhere and practically car seated it up. <laughs> anyway, it ended up being that I would go over to the house and see the girls and drop off the guitar for them and spend some time with them. So I planned out a little lesson plan to show them a few things, a few techniques and a few fingerings to practice so that they could learn. So I wasn't just saying, oh, here you go. 
figure this out. And then I realized something as I'm sitting in the hotel room. I realized only a guitar. There's nothing else. What the hell are they going to do? You can't just sit and play with your fingers an electric guitar, right? So this is where all of my old management skills started to kick in. I was like, all right, well, I don't know if I have any contacts left at Guitar Center here in Nashville, but I'm going to try. So I started calling guitar centers to see if anybody I know still work there. Sure as shit. Yes. <laughs> Who knew? So I raced down there and we get all set up. I got a little practice amp, a chord, picks, extra strings, a tuner, everything they would need. So they had a little startup kit. So they were going to be all set. That's cool. Right? So they're all set. And he gave me a nice discount on it because he knew where it was going to go. And a card to put in there that if the girls needed anything, they could get a hold of him. That's nice. You know? So we're all set. Now I'm now I'm starting to get really nervous because I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen when we get there. I don't like this piece of me that like assumed everybody was going to be super fragile, but I was I was worried that the girls would be really fragile. And I was worried that I would forget everything I knew that I would be like, okay, here's how you plug in an amp and electrocute myself. <laughs> I was worried about things that I never in a million years should have been worried about anyway. And, and, oh, and I was way over practicing these fingering techniques. I was going to show them. I was ridiculous. I spent four hours in the hotel room the night before, just like doing this fingering exercise as if I had not been doing it for 40 years. I was completely ridiculous. I think it's really thoughtful. I had to check out of the hotel because I was I was going to a couple of meetings, then going to the house, and then going straight to the airport. So I have to go around Nashville with a guitar case and amp and this gear and my suitcase and my computer bag. So I'm just, you know, I'm Ubering everywhere in Nashville with what feels like everything I own. All the important stuff. All the important things. <laughs> if I needed to just move to Nashville, that's everything I would have needed. Right? <laughs> but Nashville is Nashville and everybody is incredibly helpful and, and wonderful. And everybody understood. I did my meetings. Everything was great. Rounded up my business partner who graciously offered to drive me over to the house instead of trying to Uber with all the stuff over to the house and be clumsy and weird. So we head over to the house and time is very short. We're in a like serious time crunch. They've got their schedule at the house that they have to meet. I have to get to the airport, you know, so we're like, okay. So in my mind, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and it's going to take this long. And then we're going to be out because I started my career in management and that's where my head goes. I regiment. But as usual in the music business, that gets thrown out the window because as soon as we get in the car to head over there, it pours down rain and drivers are stupid and everybody's going slower and it's just, just buckets of rain coming down. On top of that, some of the people that were gonna meet us in the house from Janie's Fund, had car problems. Oh no. So we're so there's this, you know, my business partner's like, what's the address? And we're trying to find the place. At the same time, I've got Janie's fun people blowing up my phone, going, so and so can't be there, but so and so's gonna be there. And so there's all these like little 
chaos things that are happening. And I am, I am thriving. I am love. I don't know why, but it was this chaotic, weird moment. And I was like, we got this. Like, yeah, turn here <laughs> and follow that. Then turn there. I have no idea where we're going. I don't know. I'm just like, go down that way. We'll find it. And I'm texting going, oh, it's totally cool. We got this. We get there and uh, I got to meet these amazing girls. One of the things that, well, one of the things that concerned us was my business partner, Aaron, is a big, tall guy. He is wonderful. He's loving. He's like a giant teddy bear of a person. But he was concerned. He was like self-aware that there are these girls that are in these varying situations that we don't know. And should he go in or should he wait in the car or what should he do? And we get to the house and the Janie's Fun crew is like, come in. What are you waiting in the car for? Come on. Like, they're just so wonderful. So we get into the house and I get to meet these girls. They are amazing girls, Bob. They are. How many? There were uh, eight or nine girls. Okay. That were there. Yeah. Uh, I got to sit in. I showed them as a group. You know, we sat them down as a group in the in the big, the biggest room in the group uh, community room, mm -hmm. and we talked about who I was and why I was there, and we talked about and I showed them how to set up the guitar, and we came up with a small area in the corner where it would live, give it a good home. And I told them they needed to, you know, as they're playing it, they needed to, you know, you got to name it. It's your guys's guitar. You've got to name it. So they're still working on a name as far as I know. And uh, I showed them, you know, how to plug it in and how to clean it, how to tune it, how to, how to restring it if they need to, all of, all of the things. Wow. Yeah. And, and then I gave each of them, this is so exciting to me. I was so excited about it. And I think it's part of the reason I'm so giddy telling the story. I got to give each one of them a little guitar lesson. Uh -huh. I got to put it on them and adjust, show them how to adjust the strap and showed them how to, you know, how to hold a pick, how to hold the guitar, how to play, help them to make a few chords. And I showed them these fingering exercises. It was the most exciting thing, I think. It was like one of my top three moments of the last decade. Wow. Yeah. And I've had a lot of good moments in the last decade. <laughs> yeah. This is like one of my top three precariously close wow. to number one for me. And then, okay, girls, I've got to go. And they were like, oh, can we, can we just play a little bit more? I looked around at Janie's fun people and I was like, they don't know. I'm leaving this here. This belongs to you guys now. This is yours. They didn't know. Mm -hmm. They thought I was just coming in and then I was leaving. And I was like, no, this is yours. You guys can keep playing it as much as you want. So I got to leave this guitar there. And then, and and it was all smiles and it was all wonderfulness. And uh, I promised them that I would come back. I'm going back in March in mm -hmm. a couple of months mm -hmm. to just, I've got other business to do, but I'm keeping them high on my agenda because they're, these are amazing girls. And you know, even talking with talking with people about this experience and having done this. Oh, and by the way, I cried my eyes out all the way to the airport. <laughs> 
And my business partner was like, you know, are you, are you sad? What, you know, and I was like, no, I'm happy. I got so much joy radiating off of those girls. So much hope and so much life and so much goodness coming from them that it's overwhelming mm -hmm. the energy of that house and of those girls and that place. And I started to say, as I've talked to people about this, some people have asked me, like, do they see themselves as victims? Mm -hmm. They don't. They're not sitting there thinking that. They're trying to think ahead. They're trying to think of staying in school, finishing school and learning and doing this hard work within themselves. Mm -hmm. That's what I see them thinking about. That's what I saw them doing. For them, there was no, I mean, it's not, I, I, the thing I want to get across to you listeners is that this was not a place where these girls are sitting around thinking about what they've been through all the time. It is not a sad, lonely, depressing place. These girls have lots of joy and these girls are working hard. They're working really hard in school to keep their grades up. They're working really hard on themselves. They're making a lot of effort to be in therapy. Some of their families are in therapy as well so that they can be reunited safely. That's a lot of hard work. And that's a lot of effort to put into something. And I'm so glad I got to meet them and hang out with them. There was... There's so, I just can't even talk about them enough. And then I got an additional surprise because a few weeks after that, this bundle of thank you notes from the girls shows up on my doorstep, which I totally didn't expect at all. Bob, I wanted to share them with you. That's really nice. Because they're amazing rock stars. Anyway, I just, I want to, I want to, um, I want to read part of one. How old are these girls? They're in their teens. Okay. Let me read this one to you. Sure. Thank you so much for the guitar. I'm a future metalhead, and I love, I get the opportunity to practice as a kid, especially in circumstances at youth villages. I really thank you for all of it. That is one step closer to my dreams, and it's because of you. Love, YV Child. She's amazing. I wasn't able to know their names, mm. but I remember, I know exactly, I could <laughs> picture, I can picture her. I know exactly who she is. Mm. And I think about her a lot. I think about all of these girls all the time. It's just, it's amazing the supportive environment that they're provided with to yeah. be able to have that kind of attitude. Yes. And, you know, you've given them a tool a constructive, creative tool to help mm -hmm. healthily get through some of the thoughts or feelings they might be right. having in a really constructive. I mean, when you think about yourself at that age and you kind of get up, you've got chores around the house to do. You've got to go to school. You've got homework. Maybe you've got a, maybe you've got a job and then you got to go home. And then the next day you got to get up and do it all over again. And for these girls, there's one more thing in there where they've got this therapy and this work that they're doing on themselves. They're amazing. You have you pulled out one you want to read. Well, it's just so very nicely decorated. I love it. One of the sides has like three hearts on it with like all these colors. It's very colorful. 
That's why I like it so much. <laughs> um, it says, let's see. It's just got like a rainbow like all over it. It's, it's like really, so beautiful. Really nice drawing. Thank you for the guitar. And thank you is filled in red, orange, yellow, green, and blue, purple, she's, she's, pink. Look, that's... Whoa. I want you to think about all this. all of the colors on the other side. This is... This is a young person, a future leader of our world that colors with all the colors of the crayon box. Yeah, and then also uses a, a, a myriad of fonts. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, look at this. Thank you. Like with nice curly cues for just in regular, you know, sans serif. And then <laughs> the, and kind of- an Oh, with old, the dots? The yeah, dot Yeah, this font. is sort of an old timey, I would say. Yeah. And then- guitar and then a very nice heart she is like she's super cool oh, I, I, just, like that. I just realized thank you it it goes into a heart the the y-o-u that actually is a heart see there's a heart there's a heart see it's not just a squiggly it's <laughs> it's an actual orange heart with the orange color that's true it's i didn't creative. i actually didn't know i that see before. a future artist i do this is what i'm saying like from the outside looking in. Wait, there's more. There's a oh yeah, oh there's more in that in that envelope. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> hold on. It's still Christmas. Hold on. Please hold. We're not back at work. Christmas break's not over, so yeah. This is such a treat. <gasps> Thank you. I really appreciate it. Now this one used also. She used all the colors on all the letters. It looks almost like plaid. It's amazing. And she line and she like outlined the letters. Now with this or highlight. This person could do like comic. You know, it's a really nice like their. Oh yeah. Their penmanship is really almost like a cartoon. It's really nice. And then she also did uh, a smiley face, a smiley lips, and a and a heart. A heart. I know, but what's the? Oh, oh it's just anyway. It's, just it's a that... very nice drawing, and these I, know, I, I think. It. I think these are, um, I think these are stars. Well, no. fireworks. Yeah. I think it's fireworks. Fireworks. Or jazz, jazz hands. I'm just kidding. No, it's, oh, it's something too many points for hands. Marvelous. It is. It's really, really it's nice. Absolutely marvelous. And I just adore these girls and I can't wait to go back there and see all the wonderment and how, you know, how they're all doing. Yeah. You know, I hear from from Ray and from Richard that they're all practicing, okay. that they love it. Oh, good. That, and, and there's a schedule, so they're not fighting over it. There's a schedule. Oh, good. That they have to, you know, sign up and, you know. So it's very regimented, which I like. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I wanted to share that with all of you because if you don't know, that's where the money in, you know, I mean, obviously the money from this podcast, any money that's earned from this podcast, we got to pay bills with it. We've got a fabulous engineer and and we record in a in a great studio, but profits from this podcast go to Janie's Fund. It goes to help these girls. And Janie's Fund and Youth Villages, they have programs all across the country. Hmm. Um, they are actually getting ready to launch in Los Angeles County, January 2020. Fingers crossed, nothing goes wrong. But they also have, it's not just these houses that they have. They have something, this is the one that I really, really love. Hmm. 
And this is where everybody can get involved in this program. It's called Life Set. Think about Bob at 18. Mm-hmm. All right, Bob, you're 18. Yep. Okay. And at 18, somebody comes and knocks on the door and says, okay, here's your stuff. Bye. You're, you're out of your foster home. Bye. Leave. Bye. Mm-hmm. See ya. So long. Door closes. That's it. Mm-hmm. What do you got to do? You got to finish high school? Maybe, maybe try to go continue your education somehow. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you find an apartment? How do you, what is a checking account? Where, what's a job application? Where do I even begin to look for a job? And these are things that we forget because most of us grew up with parents who made sure you were okay. And even when you packed up and went to college or packed up and went to your first apartment, you could still be like, mom, let me in. I have laundry. You know, these girls can't do that. They can't do it. There's no place for them to go. So Life Set is this program. Kids who age out of foster care have a place where they can go and they can talk to a counselor available 24-7. They can talk about what are good relationships. They can talk about how do I get my GED? How do I, how do I stay in high school when I don't have an address anymore? These are real problems that these kids have. No, they can't be solved by someone else, but these kids need to know how, what's the first step? What do I do first? I need to have a job. I need to have an apartment. I want to finish school. I want to, I want to pursue my dreams. I want to keep going. I don't want to have to sell my guitar to eat next week. Things like this that they don't know the answers to. And where do you go? And how do you get those life skills now in the 21st century? The internet. <laughs> but you don't have any internet. All right. Like Seriously. Yeah. So Life Set is there as a part of, of Youth Villages that these kids, when they age out, they have, they have somebody they can talk to. They have someplace they can go to help get this figured out and be ready. I believe it's for ages 17 to 22, if I'm remembering right. And yeah, they can get on their feet. They can maybe find an internship. They can help finding a job, help finding an apartment, help finishing school. All of those wonderful things. It's really cool. Yeah, it's great. I I just love being a part of this organization so much. So this brings me to the annual fundraiser. Every year... Steven Tyler and all of his friends host a big, giant Grammy Awards viewing party here in Los Angeles. It's the place to be. It's better than going to the Grammys, Bob. Where I will be. (laughs) Where you will be. I'll wave at you from the cool kids table at Janie's Fun. Okay. Yeah, sounds like a I promise. Thank you. Well, you hold down the Grammys and I'll go help hold down the Janie's Fun event. I mean... Because, you know, we can't be at the same event at the same time. It's, It'd just be too much. It's too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's much. Look, so um, every year they have this fundraiser. Uh, it's happening again this year. There are tickets still on sale, and you can find out more about it at janiesfund.org. And absolutely, links in descriptions for anybody that wants more info, wants to find out more. 
it's going to be a fantastic night. And I get to do this because they've asked me to speak at the event. So I'm going to get up and get to talk about hanging out with these girls and a little bit, a, a little sentence about my own experience, a little bit about hanging out with these girls and a little bit about life set. Basically, this episode has been practicing <laughs> for Janie's fun. <laughs> so you're going to go on before Aerosmith? Well, I guess you could technically, well, Aerosmith you're, actually. You're the opener. There's a special musical guest. Aerosmith is being honored by Music Cares. They're going to be over at the Grammy Awards. Although I full well su- suspect, seeing as how this is Steven Tyler's baby, I imagine he's probably going to he's probably going to find some way to sneak over mm-hmm. at some point. Anyway, we're going to have dinner and then we're going to watch the Grammys on the big screen. And we're going to have speakers like during interludes in the Grammys. People get up and speak. I'm one of those speakers. And then there is there's an auction. Who knows what's going to I don't know what I'm going to come home with. I've for those of you that don't know, I tend to come home with things from auctions and it gets a little scary. I've been to an auction with you where you came <laughs> John Williams signed Star Wars score. I lost a little control. I was egging you on. I mean, let's be honest. It didn't take much to put me over the edge. No, you're very philanthropic. I'm, I'm very, I'm very philanthropic. I'm also very competitive. You're also very passionate about music and organizations that are doing good things. Mm-hmm. This is true. These are not bad things. These, these are, are not bad. These things. are all good things. Yeah, but it's that my competitive fire starts to go. And then I turn around and look at my bank account and I go, couldn't I have been competitive at the gym instead? <laughs> You're like, yeah, but I'm, I'm the big winner. So, yeah. So, yeah, there's there's all of that. So we're going to see, we'll, we'll see what's going to be up for auction. I have, I have heard rumor of some of the big ticket items and I... I, I know what those are going to be worth, and I will not be coming home with those. I am absolutely positively sure. But if anyone out there listening would like to give a signature guitar to this fundraiser, Joe, I will guarantee you that nobody will probably up in me for it. <laughs> I'll throw that gauntlet out there right now. So... I'm not planning to come home with anything. You want? Do you want to know how to make God laugh? Tell her your plans. Mm-hmm. See, I say I'm not going to come home with anything, and there'll be some like Steve Vai signature guitar there that I'll have to buy. Mm-hmm. I'll have to win. <laughs> I have to at that point, right? Yeah. There'll be the auction, and then there's a special guest performance. They have not, as of the time of this recording, they have not announced publicly who it is, but I know who it is, and I'm not telling you. Oh. I can't tell you. Huh? I can't tell you. Wait, what did you, you, you just not say? <laughs> what did I just not say? Cool. Yeah. Thanks for not telling me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know. Yeah. Well, in case they publicly announce it before I get this posted mm-hmm. and we have to re-edit it. Mm. Special guest artist, musical artist, since Aerosmith is going to be over at the Grammys, mm-hmm. they kind of have to be. They've earned it. Mm-hmm. They've earned this Music Cares honor. Pitbull is going to be performing at the end of the night. So you could say I'm kind of like 
on the same lineup as Pitbull. This is where my career has led me. It's kind of amazing. It's really special what they provide, you know? I mean, we're not talking about, you know, government subsidized care. You know, this mm -hmm. is this is a private mm -hmm. organization put together to, you know, help people. So mm -hmm. it's it's entirely on its own. They are a 501c3. Okay. So, so it not, is tax not, deductible donations. And a nonprofit, but mm -hmm. and so they have, I'm sure and some they, regulations that way, but like And in in a lot of communities they get matching dollars. Okay. From the government. Okay. For their programs, which is really like which is really great. So, but they're not funded by the government. Right. They're funded by donations. Right. It strikes me that it's very well organized to produce an environment for people going through this part of their evolution, unfortunately, you know, it's providing a safe place mm -hmm. and a nurturing place. And I, I feel like sometimes certainly like a government run place might be a little less warm, maybe, or mm -hmm. a little, you know, so just from these thank you cards and it feels like they're really providing uh, a really special atmosphere and it's, I think it's really neat that you had a chance to be kind of a big sister like yeah. to to them yeah you know because it's unfortunately an experience that far too many people have and don't talk about or mm -hmm. you know it's it's not culturally at this point something that is talked about as much as it should i think there's a huge amount of shame involved mm -hmm. where there's you know it just doesn't come up Mm -hmm. And providing a place where the reason people are there is this reason. Mm -hmm. And the reason you're sharing, you know, your your experience with them and like, you know, you guys can do whatever you want in your life. Like, you know, exactly. be an inspiration is because of this thing. You know, it's the elephant in the room. It's the thing that people don't talk about. And it's mm -hmm. okay. Of course, right. it's okay to talk about like, I mean, it's not okay that it happened, but right. it's that it's a beautiful thing to share that experience, you know, and uh, it just totally makes sense that you were so upset slash happy on the way to the, <laughs> yeah, airport, to the airport, you yeah. know, because how often does it happen that you meet that many in one room mm -hmm. where it's open, cool, like I'm sharing this with you guys and I think you're great and mm -hmm have fun with this and it's such a unique experience that i wish there were more i guess organizations around that that treated circumstances that that are the elephants in the room mm -hmm. you know with um the humanity that they do right it's very kind and um i don't know it just sounds like a really special special group definitely but you're going to the Grammys, so you'll never know. <laughs> Change your plans, Bob. <laughs> Come on, Bob. Come hang out with us. <laughs> so there's all of that. Anyway, I highly encourage everybody listening to go to janiesfund.org. Look it up. Go to Youth Villages. Links are going to be in the section. And also... If you're listening to this and you do need help, please don't hesitate to call the Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline, 1-800-4-A-CHILD, 1-800-422-4453, or visit childhelp.org 
slash hotline for help. You've been listening to the Red Dragon Sessions.